0: Throughout the ages, people have tried to command it. Visionaries pushed the limits of technology to conquer it. With dreams and determination, they made it happen. Two ribbons of steel laid across a wild country, binding it together,
1: conquering Nobody really believed A.L. Williams, a high school football coach in Georgia. When he set up a life insurance business back in the 1970s, he became a pariah and his sales crew were called termites. And honestly, I have to say, I almost like that term as much as hunbots, perhaps even more. But Williams was determined to make his business work. And he even coined the phrase, buy term and invest the difference. Not that this went perfectly. According to CNN Money, good idea, term insurance doesn't last forever, but it's cheaper than whole life and most people don't really need insurance into their dotage, bad execution, A.L. Williams' policies were expensive by term standards and too many customers failed to invest the difference. Still, A.L. Williams made a big splash undercutting their competition. Williams himself even took others under his wing and became a mentor to Hubert Humphrey, who heard of Williams from an acquaintance in his Mormon church. And no, this is not the former vice president Hubert, but a salesman. Hubert ended up flourishing under Williams' guidance and had some 50,000 people beneath him, bringing in roughly $3 million a year. He was, to put it bluntly, at the top of Ale Williams' pyramid scheme and absolutely loving the high life. Hubert brought in busloads of people to party at his 37,000-square-foot mansion and even waged a war with neighbors over building a gymnasium. Yep, Hubert was a convert, all right, but not to his faith, but to MLMs instead. However, even if you don't recognize the A.L. Williams' name, you might recognize this one, Primerica. In 1989, Williams sold the company to Primerica and Hubert wasn't really happy with the way they ran things. He was, quote, irked with Primerica's clampdown on commissions and decided to start afresh with a new company. See, what's important to understand here is that Hubert was at his peak in the 1980s and early 90s. He loved flaunting his wealth showing off his paychecks, wearing custom suits, gold Rolexes, and giant gaudy rings. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying what you've earned, but given the less than savory way in which A.L. Williams operated, I do find it a bit hard to swallow. CNN Money can call him the sun god of sales, but he looks like a small superficial person to me. Regardless, Hubert did not like the way Primerica ran things. And so he created a new company called World Marketing Alliance, which eventually became World Financial Group after the financial service giant, Aegean, acquired some other assets in 2001. But bad businesses breed bad businesses. And Hubert knew the less than savory tactics A.L. Williams and Primerica had used to become popular. And he was willing to put everything on the table and use some of his own unsavory tactics to keep fueling that lavish lifestyle. And today we're talking about the child of A.L. Williams, the baby of Primerica that has grown into its own monster, World Financial Group.
2: Listen, I wanna I want to just ch- chat with you a little bit about what this really means. I mean, this is exciting. This is big time stuff, you know? You'll hear from Rich Stoll in a few moments and just prior to the, Show today, Rich was saying he can't think of any any announcement, any single thing that could have been said or done that that probably has been more anticipated than this. You know, I mentioned a while ago we finally had that baby. This thing has been a it's been like it's been like a birthing of ele- elephants. Uh, you know, it's been two years of hard work, a lot of hauling but we we've done it. So I'm excited about it. But you know, looking back.
1: Please know that World Marketing Alliance and World Financial Group are effectively the same thing. So I may be using the name somewhat interchangeably depending on the sources and the matter. Now, when WFG was founded, it started much like any other MLM, honestly. Church members, family, friends, friends, old high school enemies. These were the kinds of people most likely to try and recruit you. And I'm not surprised about church being such a large recruiting ground in the slightest, considering that this is where Hubert himself got his start. It's extremely common, especially in Mormon churches, and the Humphrey family also encouraged spouses to sell insurance together. Quote, as Humphrey's wife Norma says in a recruiting video, "'First God, then our family, then our business.'" And again, none of this is super uncommon, but it's also really unfortunate for anyone who does struggle to make money for WFG. As we know, you're extremely likely to fail in an MLM. So what happens when both partners can't make ends meet? Do they both sink for money into the MLM? Does one leave and then the other feel pressured to shun them along with the rest of the downline? It's just a bad circumstance all around. But WFG insisted that they were good for families and they were conquering the future with their products.
0: What is down the line for your future? The things that really matter to us never fade, but they do remind us that dreams demand decisions many people will be on track for their dreams because they built a lifetime financial plan. Every journey requires someone who knows the signals, someone who can guide you through difficult times. Your financial future should be guided by someone with integrity, knowledge and strength. World Marketing Alliance, WMA has the solution. It's an independent marketing company that chooses the most powerful financial products from the world's most respected And can I just
1: say that I absolutely love how this entire commercial talks about how you need integrity and a good hard worker to stand behind you, then promptly recommends an MLM. Like, can you use a business model with any less integrity? It's kind of called a legal pyramid scheme for a reason. But anyway. From there, WFG says that they have a huge variety of mutual funds and they're going to put your finances in order so you can stay on track for your dreams. I also love how one of their very first pieces of advice is increase cash flow. Yes, genius suggestion, earn more money. Who would have thought that was a good idea? Did you guys know that, like inflation, it's killing us right now? Affording essentials is becoming a daily struggle. Well, we're ignoring the key all along. We just have to earn more money, duh. Like, I'm sorry, I I don't know if you can hear me eye rolling through this, but I am. But seriously, their advice is like telling a person with depression, have you tried smiling? Obviously, this company is for people who have money and can start saving for retirement and begin preserving their estate. That's fine, that's not for most of us. But if that is the case, it does feel a bit icky to me that this MLM would try to find anyone and everyone possible to buy into their company. They claim to be offering financial help, but at the end of the day, they were selling hard to understand and fee-laden insurance and investment combination called Variable Universal Life or VUL, seemingly taking advantage of those that aren't very financially literate. Now, let me stop you for a moment because I know what you might be thinking. A lot of life insurance plans or investments are impossible to understand. So what makes WFG any different? Well, that's just the thing. It's their job to help their clients understand what's going on. And instead, they're actually quite notorious for being confusing, almost purposefully difficult for clients to pick apart. Some critics have even accused WFG of pushing universal life on purpose since they have high commissions at the client's expense but it gets even better than selling life insurance. And by better, I mean worse. For years, if WMA wasn't selling you confusing policies, they'd sell you a downright lie or fraudulent investments. Hubert and his right-hand man, Barry Claus, said that the company had no idea this was happening under their nose, but that's not exactly a reassuring statement if you ask me. How do you not know what's going on at your own company? If your employee is selling fake accounts under your watch, I think that's kind of on you too. Now, confusing accounts or even non-existent ones are only the tippity tip of this iceberg, or in this case, maybe the tip of the pyramid. It seems a bit ridiculous that these sales agents were wandering around willy-nilly doing basically whatever they wanted without supervision, right? Like, I'm not saying that their upline needs to literally babysit them, but I think some guidance is in order here. After all, this downline stands for the company itself. They're meant to represent WFG and are oftentimes members first point of contact. If they're selling fraudulent investments, then it's on WFG to sort that shit out. Well, thankfully, plenty of others saw this as an issue too. And in 1998, just a few years after the company began, Arizona State ordered them to pay $2 million to 52 Arizona investors. That's how much these Arizona residents lost through the Georgia-based company after they were misled by shady investors and salespeople. And don't get me wrong, you can lose money in investing. I'm not trying to say that every single one of these residents was swindled because they didn't make an excellent return right away. These people were swindled because they were involved in unregistered investments by a defunct company, FFFC. That's a bit different from a small misunderstanding. But this is unfortunately a pretty common issue with MLMs. The damage done when you're buying stick on nails or kitchenware is pretty minimal typically. Like congrats, you end up with a potentially tacky manicure or an overpriced pot, but. That's kind of the end of it. However, if a salesperson is trying to get you to purchase a medical product, a financial service, insurance, or other things of that nature, then the consequences can be much more severe and impactful. According to the Arizona Corporation Commission News, some representatives also sold clients offered by Vieticum, which was also defunct, quote, WMAS, World Marketing Alliance Securities sales agents accounted for approximately 970,000 or about 14% of all funds invested through FFFC and Viaticum. WMAS did not authorize the salesman to conduct any private securities transactions and the FFFC and Viaticum transactions were not recorded on the records of WMAS. So yes, by all means, these individual sales agents are the primary people at fault, definitely. But considering they were acting under the WMA name, the company should be held accountable too. And they were just for the record. Penalties flew out left and right. The commission suspended the license of some salespeople and ordered them to pay individual penalties for their actions. But because this is an MLM, this is nowhere near the end of the story. Just two years later in 2011, WMA found themselves in more hot water, this time because former brokers claimed that they weren't being paid. At this time, two ex-brokers requested arbitration because they said WMA owed them hundreds of thousands of dollars in commission, and the issues with customers just kept going. As Investment News read, quote, Over the past two and a half years, federal securities watchdogs and their counterparts in Nevada, Massachusetts, and Arizona have hit WMA securities in Duluth, Georgia and its parent, World Marketing Alliance, Inc. with at least 3.5 million in fines and payments or restitution of losses by investors. Now, Nevada and Massachusetts also came to the same conclusion as Arizona, that brokers weren't properly supervised. So just as a small recap here, let me get this straight. WMA effectively let their salespeople run around free, just selling investments in companies that literally do not exist because they went defunct. And then when brokers make them rich with shady tactics, they don't even pay those brokers what they're owed. Like why would anyone actually want to work for that? I get that MLMs have set a low bar and can get away with quite a bit, but even this is hitting a new level of bedrock. Plus, remember how earlier we spoke about this company encouraging spouses to join as a team? It was literally in their advertising material. But in 2001, brokers alleged that the firm would fire women because their husbands worked there, all while giving some employees, such as Mr. Dendy, a convicted felon not qualified to sell securities, expensive jewelry for bringing in more customers. The place was a wreck, and there's really no nice way to say that. And the relationship between WMA and their brokers was at an all-time low by the sounds of things. However, this was 2001 and WMA was officially going to become WFG. Does that mean they were about to improve, at least a touch? Or were things about to get worse than ever?
2: assets of the company and World Financial Group is formed. We're excited to announce that to you right now. Yeah.
1: Aegon bought WMA and transformed it into what was World Financial Group. Hubert pitched this to the downline as a massive improvement, an enhancement to everything they already had. Revolutionary standards, a solid reputation, more support, and a whole new world of opportunity. Finally, they could put the past few years of fines behind them and move on with a powerful parent company to fight their battles for them. Unfortunately, even a parent company can't really stop a company from being absolutely rotten on the inside. And in my opinion, that's exactly what WFG was, rotten. Not long after they were bought up, the company was in hot water yet again for their deception. According to Bloomberg, Agon was not exactly eager to talk about how WFG makes money, quote, As a pyramid-like multi-level sales organization, World Financial produces the big compensation for its agents, not from their sales of products so much as their recruitment of new agents, according to the company's marketing materials. Agents who win promotions get a slice of the commissions earned by newer agents they recruit. Others fail and are out the door. Now, if Bloomberg is calling you pyramid-like, then perhaps it's time to rethink your business model. It's not really a compliment after all. Plus, those that did know about Aegon and WFG's reputation in the following years said they were not impressed. The company only kept about five to 10% of their workforce, making the turnover rate incredibly high. It simply wasn't effective as a full-time primary job. It's also worth noting that this isn't common for brokers. While insurance brokers can make a wide range of incomes depending on their commissions, it's not typically a second part-time job that someone picks up because they're looking for a get rich quick solution like MLM's Promise. Yes, it's definitely possible to be like a part-time real estate agent, but brokerages typically look for full-time employees. Licensing, exams, all the steps needed to become a broker. It's just not often for a part-time gig to make a few bucks, but that's effectively what WFG is. They promise you the support and professionalism that frankly, I just don't think they have. Of course, Hubert did have the opportunity to defend himself here and explain why after close to two decades at this point, WFG was still having these very basic issues. Unfortunately, he didn't respond to requests for an interview and his spokesperson, Mike Burrows, said that when compared with fines and claims at Wall Street firms, their fines were quite low. And sure, that's true to an extent, Mike, but it's still whataboutism. That's like an individual saying, so what if I stole a few million dollars when there are murderers out there? Both can be wrong at the same time. Plus, the primary reason for the fines at WFG are so basic too. It's not insider trading or lobbying or other frustrating, sneaky, white collar crimes that happen all the time. It's a blatant pyramid scheme-like operation. That's not to say that one is better than the other, but I'd argue that WFG's issues are more pitiful at the very least. Like for fuck's sake, they even targeted elderly people offering free lunches if they would listen to a pitch where sellers overinflated returns and their credentials. That's not a Wall Street crime. That's just being a sleazebag and a slime ball, trying to dupe an older person for their retirement money. One woman, Thelma, said that her losses were in the hundreds of thousands. She invested $304,000 in 1999, and by 2003, it had shrunk to just $84,000. And you don't have to be an investment whiz to know that that isn't a normal loss. Quote, I am 78. I am an old scared lady, Sanders wrote with an unsteady hand in a January, 2004 note in which she says Stiles, her WFG agent, asked to borrow $10,000. Just. The absolute gall of the agent really just astounds me here, but there's always more. In the same 2008 Bloomberg article, all of the bases of WFG were covered. The fines and persistent issues they faced since inception remained, but the company also started heavily focusing on recruitment. Patrick Baird, the CEO of Aegon, said that WFG was a recruiting machine, quote, According to one example in a world financial recruiting handout, a starting associate can earn $2,400 a month or $28,800 in commission a year. The real money rolls in two levels up at the marketing director title, the first rung of executives in the pyramid. They can earn $22,560 a month according to the company's example. At conventions, world financial leaders who achieve sales goals are awarded gold watches, diamond-encrusted rings, and visits to the top of the 48-story Transamerica pyramid. And Transamerica, Aegon, and WFG are all under the same pyramid or umbrella, however you really like to look at it. Employees who have stuck it out and made it past that high turnover rate don't have goals about helping people, getting a good pay, or improving the way things are run. Their goals involve encouraging their downline to get a downline. When your biggest source of income is the people beneath you, this is absolutely what happens. Fines pile up, the way they operate is sketchy, and the system focuses so much on recruitment that the actual customers are just secondary. And let's be real here, the downline is always the customer in an MLM, like name me an example where it isn't because I can't find one. Now we know this to be true too because of the telling comment made by one of their own marketing directors, quote, If a client can't afford to set aside money for their financial goals, then we invite them to become a part of the company. And that is what a vicious crappy cycle sounds like. I genuinely feel bad for anyone who's been sucked into this, not only because of how much they may have lost, but also because they were made to believe that this is how you invest. These customers, sellers, whatever the hell they are, thought that they were taking a step towards stability for their future. And instead, chances are, it ended up being several steps backwards. But this is the new and improved WFG under Aegon's watch, effectively stealing from old women and stressing recruitment instead of, I don't know, a business that does what it claims in the first place. Honestly, I'd say it's just as bad as the pre-2001 version, but it's not. I think it's actually worse because more and more people became victims. However, as much as I'd love to continue to ream them out for the scrutiny they drew from regulators and the fines they collected like trading cards, we do need to move on. After all, this was a 2008 article. So what is WFG up to today? From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is quite literally everywhere. I wish it would stop, but it, Why would it? Greed is everywhere, right? Thankfully, there is one company out there that is giving you a much needed break, and it's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton, with phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. And at this point, you guys know I've used Mint Mobile for, I think, over two years, or maybe we're going on three years at this point. It's been a long time, and I've absolutely loved it. It's been so easy. I always know what the bill is gonna be. There's literally no surprises. They haven't raised their phone plans in like the two, three years I've been using them. It's so easy. And when I do have a problem, calling customer service is also quite a snap. So for people looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. And by going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile gets to pass on those savings to you. All plans will come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number with all your existing contacts, or you can do what I did, switch your phone, switch your phone number, get a whole new thing, and don't tell everybody your new phone number either. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, make sure you go to mintmobile.com slash MLM. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash MLM. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash MLM. Time goes on and the fines continue. I'm not surprised, but when it's the same issue over and over again for years, let's just burn the whole thing down and start over, right? Doesn't feel like there's any saving it. Investment News said that once again, from March, 2007 to January, 2014, WFG didn't supervise their representative's private transactions or maintain an adequate supervisory system. Seems like they consider these fines the cost of doing business in an unethical manner. This time the fine was about $700,000. It's an impressive amount, honestly. But I say that if the company doesn't take the steps to fix this decades old issue, then the fine should double every single time it happens over an extended period of time. WFG is in the finance sector. They understand compound interest, I'd hope, so they know how quickly they go bankrupt if they keep this up." Investment News added that one particular representative, SBD, even made statements on a radio broadcast that misrepresented the investments he could offer. WFG naturally didn't supervise these broadcasts. Then again, in 2018, 12 former WFG reps were fined over $800,000, for drumroll, please, falsifying KYC, know your client information to secure investment loans and conspiring to hide the scheme from their firm and regulators. Many of the reps worked part-time and held other jobs that to put it politely, had no idea what the hell they were doing. This doesn't excuse them by any means, but it proves exactly what we said earlier. WFG isn't hiring these experienced full-time professionals Instead, their staff seems to largely be made up of part-time people half-assing their way through this job, and it shows. But why now? Why talk about this in 2023, years after all these fines? The thing is, and again, this is just my opinion, I feel that WFG is taking advantage of the extreme financial situation many people are in right now. Take a look at their website, for example. On it, they tell you about retirement savings and to pursue financial security. Writing, we can inform you about products and opportunities to help you develop your financial goals, allowing you to focus on what matters most, creating a better life for you and your loved ones. Keep in mind, they can't simply make money appear. To invest, you need to have money to invest with and with so many people living paycheck to paycheck that just isn't possible for everyone. But WFG promises a better future says you can create the life you deserve and advertise their work opportunity as a challenging one for aspiring financial professionals with no ceiling on your earning potential. It sounds kind of standard for a firm, but even the way they draw out their business model, it looks exactly like a pyramid with those bubbles or circles connected to one another, simply in a bit of a rearranged manner. It's the same thing though, the same downline business model, better yet, some of their salesmen are now offering courses and inviting you to join their sales team. Andrew Tate or YouTube financial guru style, gross. Hilariously enough, WFG have also even attempted to recruit their critics unbeknownst to them, such as K4 Financial. On Kent, K4's channel, he explains that his conversation with WFG had extremely confusing rhetoric and quote, enlightening facts and figures about how they are compensated. End quote. I really don't want to assume the worst, even though it's very hard not to with an MLM with this kind of rap sheet, but it sure looks as if these sellers are trying to permeate younger spaces and entice younger sellers. In difficult financial situations, they'll post YouTube videos and shorts with titles like, The Truth Behind WFG, where you think they're about to unveil a scam when it's more of a pitch than anything else. These great companies, it takes time to build up your book of business, bring clients, build some credibility in the industry so consistent effort over the years will compound and it is and a give very my well younger picked. self some advice about wfg probably the biggest thing i would tell myself is that the hard work the learning curve, all of that to do with making a career change and becoming a financial professional, that all of the hard work, all of the learning, and even those moments where I was doubting myself, not sure if I could do this, not sure if I could learn it, that all of the hard work and all of the ups and downs were totally worth it. Okay, cool, so if you're losing money and giving up your commission to your upline, don't worry guys, it's totally worth it. But seriously, I'm not about to call them an outright scam because yes, technically you're getting insurance, but it doesn't sound like anyone can truly recommend this insurance. The reviews definitely aren't great. And so many customers have ended up worse off because of the unprofessional, inexperienced people managing their money. Would I recommend it? Not one bit. Please, I know finances are such a big issue and a touchy subject for so many right now. If you're looking for help and financial advice, seek professional help. Maybe go through your bank, look up financial planners near you and set up some calls to see who's best. Ask about their accreditations, experience, and references. And, though I think it goes without saying, don't use an MLM.